seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Talia Joy. Welcome to my show. Welcome to our show. (laughs) Welcome to my corner of the internet. If you are new here, I am so glad you are here. Yay. Really excited for this. And thank you everybody for joining me today. So today we are talking about a really important topic. We're talking about triggers and anxiety anxiety and overwhelm. I know it sounds so fun, Um, but what we're really talking about is do these things impact your manifestations, your manifestation journey? So you're going along your journey, trying to be more high vibe, trying to be more positive, trying to raise your vibration, heal all of these things. And then you're, you know, shoved into, or all of a sudden a trigger comes up and maybe it's an emotional trigger where you feel, you know, um, unloved or unlovable or something really deep. Maybe it's just irritation and frustration and being like upset, angry, mad, whatever it is. Or maybe it's it's more like anxiety or overwhelm. I, overwhelm is like the thing that I understand the most. Um, I'm, I'm anxiety. I can definitely have, but to me, I more resonate with overwhelm. It just happens so quickly for me and it just like takes me over gratefully um, or thankfully. I have been studying this for a long time and I've been teaching manifestation for empaths for a long time. So I know a lot about energy regulation and how to ground and clear and protect and all this stuff, but still it creeps up on me. It all of a sudden becomes like, okay, now I'm overwhelmed. Um, So whether we're talking about overwhelm, anxiety, triggers, do these things F with your manifestations when you're going about your, you know, journey, trying to to be more high vibe. And then we get sideswiped and rocked into these states of being, whether it's, you know, these different emotions I'm talking about. So today we're talking about, do they mess with your manifestation journey and how we can move through them so that they don't mess with your manifestation journey. So this is going to be a great episode. I know that it's going to help everybody because No matter how wisey-wisey pants you are or calm, (laughs) we all are susceptible to triggers, to overwhelm, to anxiety, to being frustrated, to feeling unseen, unheard, wanting to shut down, wanting to bolt, wanting to freak out, getting sucked into fear. It's normal, 100% normal. So I wanted you to know that first, but this is what we're talking about today. So I definitely hope that this serves you and I'm really excited to dive in. Before we do though, hello, hello to anybody who is new. If you are new here, hello and welcome. My name is Talia Joy. I am an intuitive channel. I'm a spiritual teacher. I'm a manifestation mentor. I'm a podcast host. I'm an author in the making, writing my book in the editing process right now. So exciting. I'm really excited you're here. As I mentioned a minute ago, I am an empath. I'm an intuitive and I fully believe, know, am completely convicted of the fact that manifestation is different for empaths, for people who feel highly sensitive to energy. So I'm guessing if you're here, you may be an empath or an HSP, which is a highly sensitive person. Maybe you get overwhelmed easily, like I'm talking about, or you've you, the way that you interpret the world is one of more sensitivity. Have you ever been told you're too sensitive or just to let it go or just don't care what they think or just put it down? It's not that easy for us to be an empath is a completely different world. And if you're interested in that, I have so many episodes about manifesting for empaths and I would love to support you in that. I also have an empath bundle, which is, it's actually an insane bundle, but it's two full programs, um, empowered empath with, which teaches all about what an empath is. You'll learn your empath type, intuitive type, how to ground, clear, protect, manifest as an empath, all the things. And then there's one called empath activated, and that's even deeper into activating your gifts, your purpose here on earth as an 
empath. Um, all of these, it gets into star seeds. It's a really impact, uh, really in-depth program about, um, activating your empathic gifts and activating why the F you're here and why you are the way you are and using that for good in the world while, you know, really owning this gift. And then in that bundle is also the manifesting for empaths 31 day challenge where every day for 31 days, you receive a new exercise to do that takes 10 minutes or less. And they're all focused around being an empath, clearing your energy, manifesting as an empath. There's quantum manifestation techniques. It's a really beautiful way to gain 31 new tools. So all of that goes together in the empath bundle. So I'll leave the link below if you are interested. So if you're an empath, go back in the, in the podcast, or you can even Google Talia Joy, the Awakening Her Podcast Empath or something like that. And it'll bring up a bunch of the episodes. Um, I would love to support you in that journey because it is completely different for us. Manifestation is an energy game and being an empath is an energy game. So those like they, they just coexist. They cannot be separated. Manifestation is energy. So anyway, you can check out that stuff. If anything there fancies you or you fancy it or someone fancies something. Um, and other than that, I'm just excited that you are here. Welcome to the show. Everybody who has been around the block with me. Hello, welcome back. I'm so excited. This is going to be such a good episode. And the last thing that I wanted to say is we are headed into fall where I am. I'm on the West coast of Canada. I know a lot of my, most of my clients are in the U S and I know that in our part of the world, we are heading into fall and fall is a time of self work of introspection of pumpkin spice lattes for those people who dig it. It's a season of soups and crock pots, but emotionally it is a season of clearing of healing of introspection of going inside. I, in my business for the last maybe five or six years, in this time of year, I've done intuition season. And this year I'm not running an intuition program, which is usually what I do this time of year, but I've swapped it out for activated because it is the time to go deep dive into your growth. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up that has been interested in taking activated. It is my eight week growth portal, my signature program. It is all of the things that I want to teach you. It's not just segregated into one little area. It is the process of manifestation. It is how to heal, how to get out of your own way. We go into reprogramming your brain and sort of most importantly, it's all about the reason I say sort of is because every single module, every module, all eight of them have a really potent tool message part of the process. It's like the chakras. Every single one is so important for the whole that's how the program is, where every module is a very important piece of the puzzle. However, one of the most important parts, which we do in week one, is activating the whole authentic self. We look at who you truly are, who you are, quote unquote, meant to be your uniqueness, which turns on your natural magnetism, really deeply learning who you are. And then in the program, we move through healing what you're not reprogramming the junk you've picked up over your life. We get into deliberate creation, quantum manifestation, how to manifest really big goals. We go through so much in this program. It is in depth. It is potent. It is my favorite freaking thing that I offer. So we are launching activated. It actually starts September 25th. The pre-work is released a week prior to that because it's an energetic clearing work that you can do to accelerate your results right away, to start manifesting, to start clearing your energy right away. But it also really sets the foundation of the program to do this pre-work. So it's really powerful. Some people have gone through the program. The pre-work has been some of their favorite stuff because it is so great. It's a training on the law of subtraction. There's a root chakra activation and more to get you prepped for the program. So early bird is going to be on, um, up until I believe it's September 11th. I'm not looking at my calendar in this moment, but we do start September 25th. Pre-work is released a week before that on the 18th. I highly recommend getting your butt into that program. I'm going to make a separate episode all about it for any of you that are interested so you can hear the in-depth around the program. And I just cannot wait to go on this journey with you guys in the fall. For any of my New Zealand and Australia peeps, if it's your spring, I welcome you in as well. Cannot wait to see you there. Um, and leading up to that, we have a few really fun things. So I'll just go really quickly over it. I'm not going to go too in-depth. You can check the show notes if any of these things interest you. But about a week or so before the program starts, I do the healing or sorry, the manifest now work 
workshop. So the Manifest Now workshop is a deep dive workshop where we're going to go through the whole process of manifestation. I'm going to help you workshop your desires and we're going to end with a clearing. So it's a really powerful, if you're into manifestation, if you have goals, if you've been like, what's in my way, what do I do to move forward? You need a little bit of clarity. You need a little bit of moving forward. Um, a lot of moving forward that is on September 21st. It's called manifest now a deep dive workshop. Early bird is on right now for only a couple more days. And then the price goes up. And before that, September 12th and 14th, I have a free event called healing to manifest. And this is where we deep dive into the healing work, why we need to heal to manifest. What does that actually mean? Healing techniques, how to pinpoint your core wound. We are going in depth in this two day free event, which is going to be incredible. So what it is, it's about an hour training each day. I'm going to go live on Instagram. It's going to be uploaded to the podcast right away. So you can just chill. You can just tune in. Um, it's going to be live September 12th and 14th for day one and two. But if you want to officially register, which again is free, I want to give you a free meditation that's going to help in this process as well as workbooks for those two days so that you can have the prompts. You can go through it more on your own. So if you're all about healing right now, wanting to heal some of these core wounds so that you can get out of your own way and manifest more, I highly recommend that as well. So from here... Healing to Manifest is the next one, September 12th and 14th. Then it's Manifest Now, the workshop, and then we launch into Activated. Get ready. It's one of those programs that you're like, there was life before Activated and there was life after. <laughs> it is really potent, exciting, and I can't wait to see you and meet you and get more in-depth into your journey and really support you. So with that all aside, let's dive into today's topic, which is all about the triggers and the overwhelm and the anxiety. And I'm saying that with such chipper tones in my voice. Um, and so we're going to talk about that and how it gets in the way. Does it actually get in the way? How we can have it not sabotage our manifestation journey. So the first thing that I really wanted to say around this, and I said this a few minutes ago, triggers overwhelm and anxiety. If it's one of those or all three of those or something close to those, you know, emotions, those states of being, they are normal. The thing I want to say first to set the scene is that we are human. I know, right? You tune into this podcast for groundbreaking revelations. You are human. This is what you learned today. Um, no, but you are human. You have complex emotions. Humans do this. Humans get reactive. Humans have an ego. We have wounds. We have patterns and habits. We were raised a certain way, which completely skews or not skews, but everybody has a different perception of reality based on how we were raised, based on what we've experienced in our life, what, you know, sector we fall into, whether it's your skin color or your ethnicity, your religion, your, your social class, the area of town you lived in, like it, you know, it's endless, the different sort of components that come together to make you who you are and triggers and overwhelm and anxiety are all very normal human things. So the first thing I actually want to say is that having these emotions does not fuck with your energy for manifestation with some massive caveats that I'm going to get into in some ways, let's just, let's just straight up in some ways, it absolutely sabotages your progress to have constant triggers, to have constant overwhelm, to be sucked into fear all the time and over and over and over. And then in another way, it absolutely does not hold you back from manifesting. And I know that that is totally, um, contradictory, but let's get into it. So first these things do alter your manifestations. So the law of attraction manifesting is quite simple and also quite complex. I know so far I'm probably like confusing that, not even confusing you, but I'm just like walking dichotomies, right? But in this experience, your vibration is so important. You do not manifest what you want. You manifest who you are being. And as I say, the way we were raised, the wounds we experienced, the trauma, the events of our life, whether quote unquote good or quote unquote bad, 
they have shaped us. And when we are trying to manifest, we, it's a vibration game where yes, we do want to continuously be more and more high vibration as we grow older, as we move through time month after month, year after year, we want to be moving forward to be in a bit more of an even sort of emotional and energetic state, which is why all the empath stuff, like when you're constantly depleted, when you're overwhelmed, when you're giving, 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 and not receiving or not taking time for yourself, when you're ungrounded, when your energy feels frazzled because you need to light some sage or go sit on the lawn or have a nap or take some time alone, have a shower. When your energy is all over the place, it is very hard to manifest with consistency. It is very hard to manifest exactly what you want. Because as I've said this, I've said a lot before on the show, when you want to manifest something, it is typically slash hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Basically it's something that is higher vibration than you are. That's why it feels so much better, right? Whether it's money or you want a certain person in your life, or you want to travel, or you want to have a new thing or experience a new thing. Those things are all sort of regarded as like better than what I currently have. If I have currently a shitty laptop and I want a spanky brand new one, the quote unquote old laptop is a bit lower vibe than the shiny new one. Not just because it's shiny, but because it works and I'm excited about it. And it's like got new apps and new shiny things. It's weird to put a vibration to a computer, but it's a desire I have. So everything that you desire is typically higher vibration than where you are now, which is why you want it, which is why it would feel better if you had it. That's a vibration game. So if you are going about your day, wanting more abundance, wanting to attract more clients, wanting to become your healthiest, most vitality-filled self, yet you are constantly triggered into feeling not good enough, frustrated, overwhelmed, anxious, fearful, doubt maybe, self-doubt, self-deprecating thoughts. That absolutely will mess with your manifestations because your vibration is up and down, up and down, up and down, right? Over the course of a day, your vibration might be up and down, up and down, up and down. If you're an empath, if you're going through stuff, if you're prone to anxiety, overwhelm, and that attracts up and down, up and down, up and down. So usually, and maybe you've been doing a lot of self-growth work and you've actually been doing really well and moved through a lot of things, but you still experience this overwhelm, this anxiety, your manifestation results will be up and down. Meaning some things come in and it's like, Oh my goodness, this is exciting. Or you're seeing lots of signs or whatever, but you're not landing any of those big dreams. Maybe right now you're making, you know, 5,000 or $6,000 a month and you want 20,000. Maybe, you know, you're doing your work, you get up to 10 and then it goes back down to four or whatever. And then you get up to like 11 and then it's back down at five and then it's five and six and five and six. And you cannot break into that level of that, which you want. You can use that example for money, for anything else, career, whatever it is. You, these up and down results is a result of the up and down vibration. So if you are constantly triggered, if you're constantly overwhelmed, it will mess with your vibration game, your energy game, because you're all over the place. So couple things I want to say here, and I'm of course going to get to the side of how it doesn't impact your manifestations, but something I want to say before I segue over is that triggers and overwhelm and anxiety. You've heard me say this before. If you listen to the show, these are opportunities for healing within these things are, is the gold you need. So within the overwhelm is an opportunity for you to witness what is going on or to do your self growth work, your self reflection work, to ask yourself like, what's really going on here. And sometimes it might be something like, you're just really worried about tomorrow and how this thing's going to work. And you can kind of rationalize like what's going on here. Okay. I'm really stressed that tomorrow this big event is going to flop or no one's going to bring chairs or it's going to, it's all going to fall on my shoulders or something at work or whatever. I'm really nervous about that. And we can kind of go, okay, well, tomorrow isn't here. Right now is the present moment. We are doing our best. Go back over the checklist and have faith, have trust. You can kind of work it through to go like, it's all good. Take a deep breath. You're going to rock it, get a good night's sleep. And tomorrow you will face any challenges that come and you will be able to handle it. So we could talk ourselves kind of out of it like that, which is a great way when we're just kind of stressed about things in general. Um, 
And that is an opportunity for you to witness what is going on. Okay. I'm future tripping. Okay. Do I want to continue future tripping? What do I need? Do I need to like write out a good list or have a walk and clear my head? So it's, it's an opportunity to start moving through it rather than just sitting there stressing until 3am about tomorrow. And I have a lot of empathy for people that stress at night, that have those rapid thoughts. And it's hard. It's hard to get out of our mind, especially when it's tripping on something like that, like that thing that happened yesterday or that thing that's going to happen tomorrow. It is tough to get out of that, but there is an opportunity there for you to practice. In some ways, it's like emotional resilience or being um, the master of your mind. Do you know what I mean? So there's opportunity there. And then when we talk about things like anxiety or overwhelm or even deeper triggers of like feeling unworthy, feeling like no nobody cares, feeling unheard, feeling like nobody notices you or that you're being ignored or these deeper things, that is absolutely an opportunity for deep healing. So when we have these triggers, maybe it's overwhelm, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's just constant like sadness and feeling um, triggered into feeling not good enough or whatever it is, this is an opportunity for healing. So it depends on how deep the trigger goes. Sometimes it's just straight overwhelm. Like I get that a lot having three kids and having a business and a busy life as a lot of us do have a busy life and I'll get really overwhelmed. And some, it's not always a core wound though. A lot of times it's like, Talia, you haven't eaten or you have to stop. Or my husband will be like, go to your closet and take a second. Sounds funny. My closet is big enough for me to go there and take a second. Um, and I will just do something like that. Or he'll say like, why don't you go for a walk? Like, why don't you take the dog for a walk or just go around the block, like clear your mind. And sometimes that's what I need. So that overwhelm is actually saying to me, Talia, honor your needs. What do you need? And I'll be like, I've just been going, going, going. I've been around so many people. I haven't stopped at all today. I haven't sat down for a minute. I just need a second of silence or a meditation or to just breathe, to take 10 deep breaths. And I'm learning personally how to work with my energy over time, being an empath. And so sometimes that's all it is, is like, what do you need? My love. If someone said that to you in the moment, what do you need? And it might be like, I just need a minute of alone time. I just need to work out or do some yoga, go to the beach, go for a walk, write in my journal, cry for a minute, have a shower, brush my teeth, reset my vibe. I just need a beat. I just need a second, right? So sometimes it's that simple. Other times those deep narratives are coming up of that unworthiness or not good enoughness or like just that those really deep ones. Those are opportunities for healing. When I struggled with body image, not that I'm completely out of the woodwork or whatever they out of the fog. I don't know. Um, it can come up as I share about on this show, but the, the majority of the wound is not there anymore compared to when I was in an eating disorder and all those things. But that constant hating of my body, that constant anxiety around my body was very clearly something calling to be healed. So I personally had to move out of, I'm gross, I'm disgusting, I'm not good enough. If I lost 20 pounds, I would be better, blah, blah, blah. I had to move out of that and really look at the unworthiness I was feeling. Go and into the healing around being severely bullied. The healing work around my dynamic growing up, my mom, my family, this, that, right? It was an opportunity for healing. So we got to just look at the trigger and kind of determine how deep it is or how surface level it is. And by surface level, I don't mean shallow or less important. I more mean like, is it the day stressing you out and you need a second because you're overstimulated or is it like a deep wound of abandonment showing itself? So in this, as I'm saying, when you're constantly triggered or falling into overwhelm or falling into anxiety, your vibe is up and down. Your results will be up and down when you are just being, or when you're being flung around by your emotions, your results are flinging around as well. And I talk about this in the empath work, as I'm saying, you can grab the empath bundle, go back in the, um, the podcast to listen to the empath stuff. This is so important, learning how to manage your energy. And there's also deeper healing work available, which is why I have activated, which is why I'm doing this healing to manifest free event, because we cannot overlook these things. Our core wounds are calling us. And sometimes it's only one wound that is showing up in everything. Something like an abandonment wound, something like a not good enough wound from usually trauma in your life, in your childhood, something like that, that one wound 
is massive, but it might only have, it might only be one core wound, but it shows up in everything, right? How I've been sharing recently more vulnerably about my core wound of feeling alone, no matter who's around me, that shows up everywhere. I talked about that in the last few episodes. It can show up in my romantic relationship with my husband. It shows up in my dynamics with family, with making friends, with socializing, with like all sorts of things, reaching out for help, not reaching out for help. It comes up everywhere. So sometimes it's just one core wound that once it is healed or it's addressed and we start moving through it, it frees up so much energy. So we got to look at the trigger, look at the overwhelm and ask yourself, like, where is this coming from? Is it that I'm hangry and overstimulated and I just need a day off or to take a break or an hour in my closet or whatever? Or is this like a deep trigger of unworthiness. So that's really helpful to really look at that and know it's an opportunity for healing. So the other part of this, which to me is much more interesting, (laughs) um, is that anxiety and overwhelm and triggers don't mess with your manifestations and hear me out inactivated. And I teach this, I've taught this in other programs. I teach about life rules. I think I've even done a podcast episode about it. Again, you could search awakening her podcast life rules if you want to. Um, but we create rules in our life and above all spirit shows me this is why this part to me is so much more interesting because this is the part from spirit. Spirit shows me that you are, I am, we are the ultimate creator of our life. And without realizing it from the time we're young, we create these rules. And by rules, I mean, we create these narratives that are like, people like me can't do this, or I'm no good at math, or I'm not a morning person, or I am athletic. I'm not athletic. We create these solid rules about how things are. And it can come from trauma. We can have, I've used this experience before, if someone has been maybe betrayed, maybe they were abandoned by their father. And also they had relationships where they experienced their partner cheating on them over and over. They might start to create a life rule that like no man can be faithful or all women are going to cheat on me or whatever it is, right? All women have a wandering eye or all men are dicks and they can't be loyal or whatever. But that kind comes from the wounding, it's not ultimately true. There are millions of men who are loyal, who want monogamy or whatever. There are also millions that don't, but it's not an absolute rule that all men are dicks or no man can be faithful. You get what I mean? So we make these rules about life And that is the thing that ends up being the truth more than anything else. So for example, when I am, okay, so say I'm triggered about my body and we're going to go back like a bunch of years when it used to like really take me under like all the time. If I was triggered about my body before I was self-aware before, well, I've always been self-aware, but you know what I mean? Before I was doing this work, this growth healing work, everything that I teach about, I would be triggered about my body. And then number one, I would believe it's true. The first step of all of that was like being triggered. And I'm going to use the F word in response or in regards to the body. I hope it's not a trigger. It's one of my core words. So that's literally what I would have thought in my mind. But if I look in the mirror and go like, I'm fat, then I, I believed it. It was the life rule was I'm fat. I'm gross. I'm not good enough. I'm shameful. I'm disgusting. That prevented me from going to the beach, from ever being in a bathing suit around anyone. Um, That made me wear hoodies even when it was really hot outside because I couldn't even be in a tank top without being self, like, um, subconscious, self-conscious. But that was the life rule was true was I'm gross. That's what felt true to me. But as I went on my journey, I, that truth changed to, you know, bodies can be beautiful at any size, but for me personally, it's less about size and now more about health and vitality and how we're all made unique. Whether you have freckles, whether you're tall, whether you're short, whether you have 10 more pounds than someone or 40 more or 40 less, it's not about that. It's about, we are all made unique. We are all patches in a patchwork quilt meant to be different. So I am not just my body and one size of body 
money isn't the end-all, be-all, deemed beautiful, worthy enough or not. It's just not the case. I have changed the narratives in my life. And a rule now for me is I can be healthy, vital, beautiful at any size, at any shape, no matter what. That beauty, that vitality is not based on the scale. It's based by something inside. So without going too far into my stuff, um, we can change the narrative and ultimately the narrative that we choose is what will remain truth. So if every day you're going, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm going to guess no diet ever works. No way of doing things ever work. Maybe you put in so much work, you're going to the gym, you're doing this, you're doing that, and it's the fat's not budging or you lose a little bit and it won't you know, it won't maintain, or you try to diet and you end up binging. It's like, we can't ever get past that belief you have because that belief source gives us the absolute blessing of being the creators of our reality. The thing is, is we don't realize that at first. So when we're walking around going, I'm dumb, I'm smart, I'm going to be alone forever, or I'm whatever, no matter what it is, whether it's quote unquote good or quote unquote bad, it will be true. When we repeat something enough, I said this in the last episode about reprogramming, repetition is everything. We start believing it and that is what will be true. So how this comes into these things do not impact your manifestation game is that if you can learn to know that these things do not mess with your manifestations, you can actually create a rule that goes above and beyond all that stuff. This is two-pronged though. We can't spiritual bypass. So spiritual bypassing is just trying to be high vibe, even though you've got these deep feelings of unworthiness or the same triggers. And you're just trying to be like, high vibes only. It's all good. You know, I've got this when it's like, I have not got this. It is not all good under the surface. That is spiritual bypassing. We're trying to bypass the hard stuff by just being high vibe. That's not either what I'm saying. It's so nuanced. And I really hope that this comes across, um, Because when I get overwhelmed now, when I get anxious, when I have triggers, I look at it as like, that's very interesting. What is here for me? What do I need? As I was talking about when it's like physically, what do I need? Emotionally, what do I need? And I look at it as an indicator and it's not something that holds me back. I still manifest. I still create even when I get triggered, even when I get overwhelmed. And this is something I offer to my clients. This is a, it's a high level tool, but it's very simple. You can say to yourself, even though I feel overwhelmed, I am still manifesting my dreams. Even though I deal with anxiety, I am still moving forward. I can still attract abundance. Even if I get overstimulated. That is the place we want to get to where you are the master of your reality. I can attract blessings and miracles and abundance today. I can also have moments of overwhelm, but the key is not being the overwhelm. And the biggest teachable tool here is to become the observer as best as you can. So if you are new to this term, become the observer, it's Basically, a lot uh, someone who made this very popular or kind of gave it a name was Michael Singer in The Untethered Soul. That's really what that book is about, is becoming the observer of yourself, of your mind, of your reality. So when you get overwhelmed and we start to observe and go, huh, that's interesting. When I started doing empath work, I didn't realize that being hangry, having your blood sugar drop actually made you more sensitive and overwhelmed or made me more sensitive and overwhelmed. So as I get overwhelmed, I would observe and go, huh, what caused that? Okay. I'm getting really overwhelmed. And it might be like, I haven't had any alone time in a couple days, or we've had guests in the house, or we've been socializing, or there's a lot of noise in the house right now. And I'm also really hungry, but becoming the observer allowed me to see when I get more hungry, I get more overwhelmed. And then sure enough, as I started learning more about this, channeling it, reading books, I learned that being an empath, when you get really hungry, you're way more prone to overwhelm. And there's certain things that make overwhelm much worse for empaths. And that's one of them is being really hungry. So being hungry doesn't have to mess with your manifestations, but you can also observe and go, I am noticing that I'm overwhelmed right now. What do I need? 
I noticed that yesterday I had a panic attack and this is something like I tell my clients all the time and I have some clients who really deal with real anxiety, panic attacks, stemming in trauma, full body, full on, can't function when it happens. And I tell them, this doesn't mess with your manifestations. And they're like, what? And it's like, you can still have a panic attack and manifest, but do you know that? Can you know that in your soul? This panic attack is showing me things that are unhealed or it's excess energy that needs to get out. I'm trying to, my body, my emotions want a big release. So when I have this panic, if I just let myself cry, you know, all this or ask myself, what do I need? Maybe I need to get to a safe space, ground myself, get into quiet, get into bed, whatever it is. You can say to yourself, this is showing me something. And I can still manifest even though I get overwhelmed. So the first big takeaway here is that I want, like, I want you to create a life rule. And if you deal with anxiety, overwhelm, panic, um, triggers, of course, like we all do say to yourself, even though I'm triggered, I am still manifesting. Say it to yourself right now. Even though right now I am triggered, and if you're not triggered right now, you could say, even though sometimes I get triggered, I am still manifesting. I am still doing a good job. I am still navigating this journey. And as you do that, it'll be very helpful as you become the observer to see the common triggers that come up, to see the common patterns. Like I said, I started noticing when I'm hungry, it makes overwhelm worse. When I have two different noises going on, like someone's playing music and then my kid turns on something that makes a noise or the TV's going in the other room and then music's going here. There's a dog incessantly barking over top of something else. I start getting more overwhelmed. So I notice it's auditory. And in that moment, I need to go and take a break. Even if I just go to the washroom and just like go into a quiet room for like a minute. It helps me so much. So to start to make something tangible of all of this triggers, overwhelm and anxiety when you are being thrown around by it messes with your manifestation because you're up and down constantly. The remedy from that place is looking at these, um, looking at these reactions as an opportunity for healing to ask yourself, what do I need? Is it surface level in the way that like, I just need a minute. I just need to go for a walk. I need to go to nature. Or is it like, this is a deep wound that keeps showing up. Both of those things, you now have a pathway to go to the first one, go take a break, eat something, take a nap, take a shower. The second one is you need to go deeper into inner child work, shadow work. And if those don't resonate with you, pick your poison, pick your methodology of healing. There are lots out there. And if they get to the core wound, if they, you know, result in healing, then go for it. There's lots of different ways to do this. I offer an activated inner child an inner teenager, which I don't see people teaching, but I, we go into inner teenager wounds as well, because your inner teenager is a little bit different than your inner child. Your inner child is more sad, more hurt, more abandoned type energy. Um, and your inner teenager is like pissed off, feels misunderstood, wants to run away going, none of you guys understand me and slam the door. La, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to, right? That's your inner teenager. F all of you, this sucks. You don't get it. That's your inner teenager. So both of those aspects of you, if that resonates, they need healing, but this isn't what that episode is about. This is, this episode is about how we can move through these moments to have them not impact our manifestation. So if you're being thrown around by your triggers, they will absolutely manifest or alter your manifestations. If you, if your manifestation results are really up and down, that's a simple result of your vibration. And if you go, yeah, my manifestation results are up and down and yeah, my vibrations up and down, that's the direct link. So Number one, there's ways that you can work with that in the tools that I'm talking about. But number two, you can rise even higher above it, higher consciousness, higher awareness to say to yourself, right now I'm overwhelmed. What do I need? Even though I'm overwhelmed, I am still manifesting. I can still manifest abundance even when I'm figuring out my vibration. I can still manifest abundance even when I feel triggered. That right there will trump, will dominate, will veto everything else. Because you're making a rule, you're putting your conscious focus onto something. The same way that if we say all men are dicks, 
we're going to be attracting a bunch of men that don't treat us well or whatever, right? Females, whatever it is. It's like, if we have that rule, money's hard to make. We can never get out of it because money will always be hard to make. If you're saying to yourself, money slips through my fingertips, I'm no good with money. Money is hard to make. Money is hard to attract. I'm not good at attracting money. That is messing with you because that life rule is something that you've made real, not consciously, not, you're not aware of it or you would never do that, right? We would never make ourselves more poor or more, you know, unhappy in any way, but we've experienced something so much that we say it like it's true. When I was in my, um, dieting, eating disorder, all that phase, I used to say, I can't even look at a cake without gaining weight. And now it's like, why would I say that? But that's how I felt. I would eat like one thing, one piece of bread and I'd go on the scale and I'd be like five pounds heavier. It's like, I didn't, it was insane. I was also in a disorder. So it was like the most torturous thing and I didn't understand. And now I can have a piece of cake and I actually know that this makes no difference. I can have a cupcake or a drink or whatever it is. And I just know like, it's all going to be fine. I'm still absolutely moving into my healthiest body, most vital body. And I mean, inside and out, I mean, organs, skin, hair, weight, whatever. I, I know that that's the journey I'm on. I'm incredibly healthy. And I know that, and I know that eating a cupcake is not a big deal. In fact, the joy, if I choose the cupcake and go, yum, this is really good. On the weekend, I had like this fruit cobbler thing that one of my cousins made and it was so good. And I'm going to actually enjoy that as pleasure and know that that's part of my pleasure plan. (laughs) That's part of me thriving in life. It's not going to make me gain weight. It's totally fine. So I know that for some people, this sounds maybe confusing, maybe a little bit like what you can do that. And that's the thing. Thing. Spirit gave us free will. God gave us free will because it is our job to learn that we are the creators of our reality. And that's why we have many, many, many lifetimes to be learning this. But this is your lifetime. You're an old soul. You are here to really realize this truth that you are the creator, that you can heal anything, that you are not anything absolute, meaning you're not dumb. You're not too this. You're not too loud. You're not too quiet. You're not too fat. You're not too thin. You're not too feminine, not too masculine. You are fucking perfect. And you are the creator of your reality. So if somebody was called, you know, like, um, they're a geek their whole life. And I know people that have had this where they were really scholastic or they had glasses or whatever it was. And kids are mean. And you know, they were called a geek and they grow up with this identity of like, Oh, I'm just a nerd. Oh, I'm just a geek. If one day they go like F that, like I might be a nerd because I love science or I love math or I love reading, but it's a superpower because like, I love science. I love math. I love figuring things out. I love inventing things. I love research, science research. I love what I do. Now all of a sudden they go from being a victim of being a geek to being an empowered geek to being, to it not being a bad thing. You know what I mean? It's all how you make it be. If you own the identity of a geek who doesn't fit in, that is what you make yourself. But if you learn, you know what? I can be quiet and still be like loved, accepted. I can still go to parties and be quiet, be more shy, be more, um, introspective or I was going to say inverted. That's not what it is, but I can be quieter. I don't have to be the life of the party. My shyness is actually a superpower because I'm really good at listening. So instead of being like my shyness holds me back, it can be my shyness is a superpower and I'm okay to not have to be the center of attention. I don't need to be on the table with a lampshade on my head to be, you know, okay or enough. I am shy. That's the way that I am. And it's part of who I am. And it doesn't hold me back back. It just has me be a certain way because that's who I am. It's like me being sensitive. I used to think being sensitive was such a bad thing until I actually had the light bulb of like, holy shit, that is my superpower because I'm so intuitive. I'm a channel. I can read energy that comes from incredibly high levels of sensitivity to be able to see energy 
comes from being very sensitive to the things around me. So sometimes in social situations, I have to learn how to manage it, how to turn it up and down because it, it can be very overwhelming. But it's also not something that I label on myself as wrong and bad. So in wrapping this up, because this could be really long, your triggers and your overwhelm and your anxiety left unchecked will screw with your manifestations because they make your vibe really up and down. But something you can do right now, if you don't join me in the free event, the workshop, activated, you just want to do this on your own or with somebody else or whatever, it's not your time. What you can start to do is to say to yourself, even though I am anxious, I'm still moving forward. Even though I get overwhelmed, I am still manifesting. I attract abundance even when I'm overwhelmed. I attract clients even when I'm overwhelmed, even when I'm anxious. Even though I had a panic attack yesterday, it doesn't matter because I'm a magnet for miracles and I'm learning how to manifest and I can still manifest and have anxiety. The second part of that is this persistent anxiety, persistent overwhelm, persistent triggers are calling you to heal. Because as I say over and over on this show, we are not just here to get a bunch of shit. We are here to learn. And through that learning and through that self-growth and self-reflection, we do get to create the things we want. We do get to make more money. There's nothing wrong with manifesting fun stuff, like at all, nothing wrong. But we also are learning. So if you have persistent struggles, persistent patterns, you need to go deeper into the work so that you're not thrown around all the time. But in the meantime, know that being a bit overwhelmed is not going to hold you back. And I'm just going to be really real, really authentic. As I close out this episode, I am a manifestation teacher. I am an energetic healer. I am an intuitive channel. I have manifested a almost million dollar dream home. I have tripled my income. I'm not saying all this to brag. This is going somewhere. I have gotten healthier and healthier. I am healing a chronic condition that is quote unquote unhealable. I am manifesting cool shit and I am overwhelmed almost every single day because I'm highly sensitive because I have three kids because I have a busy life and I, Talia need space, need calm, very sensitive to energy. So having three kids, one, a toddler boy and a busy life. And you know, again, just all our normal stuff. Oh my goodness. The dentist is tomorrow. Did you put out the garbage for recycling day? And oh, we're going to do this. And all oh, the dog peed on the floor. Like this is real life. I get overwhelmed almost every day. And when I get overwhelmed, I take a deep breath and I say, it's okay. Even though I'm overwhelmed, I'm still living my most epic life, attracting epic shit. I am doing such a good job. And what do I need? Hand on heart. What do you need, Talia? What do you need right now? You're doing such a great job. I notice you're a little overwhelmed. You need some time. Maybe just ask your husband, hey, can you take the kids? I need to go around the block. I need to go out for a minute. Oh, it's because I haven't exercised lately or my nutrition's been off. Okay. So we do both. We know that even though we're going through shit, we are still beautiful magnetic humans. You do not have to be healed to manifest money. You do not need to be quote unquote there or without wounds to move forward in your life. That may never happen. Just FYI, we are a work in progress. So tell yourself right now, I am a work in progress. I can be overwhelmed. I can have anxiety moments and still be moving forward. And I love myself enough that when those moments creep up, I'm going to start asking myself, what do you need? And any patterns that persistently come up that are very deep and even the ones that are energetic, like I'm getting frazzled, I'm getting overwhelmed, I'm ungrounded, those just need more love. So you either need to take more breaks, drink more water, watch your caffeine, those physical things that are maybe overwhelming you and adding to anxiety and or deeper healing. You are a self-reflective, self-work, self-growth human. That's what you're here for. That's what you've been about for quite a while now. That's what you're drawn to. So there is a part of you being called to deeper healing. And there's also a part of you being called to recognize that you are the creator of your reality. You can have a piece of cake and not gain weight. You can have a full-blown panic attack and have yourself still moving forward. The key is in your mindset and what you're believing about yourself. If you're saying to yourself, I cannot manifest because I'm too anxious, that is true. Or you could say to yourself, I'm really anxious right now, 
but I'm still manifesting and I'm still looking deeper at what needs to be healed. What needs to be addressed? Do I need more of this? Do I need more of that? And in the meantime, I can still attract abundance. And watch how just having that belief changes your results and changes the way that you navigate your day. The next time you're overwhelmed, the next time you're anxious, I challenge you to say to yourself, even though I'm overwhelmed, I'm still attracting abundance or whatever it is you're going for. Even though I'm overwhelmed, I'm still healing my body. And watch the power that you have as you navigate these really tough, triggering times. And then also Give yourself the deepest, greatest gift of all of healing work. Read books, take courses. If you have a therapist, a healer, a teacher, a mentor, maybe there's a few people, maybe you go to Reiki or massage or read books or take audio or sorry, listen to audio books or take programs and whatever it is, choose your own adventure. You will find what you're looking for. The healing that you are seeking is also seeking you. So continue on that journey of healing so that we don't have to persistently be dragged down into the mud. But in the meantime, know that just because I'm humaning today doesn't mean I'm not moving forward. Just because I'm overwhelmed doesn't mean that I'm not a glorious magnetic human who is consistently attracting more and more abundance, blessings, opportunities, healing, vitality, love into my life. That feels like a good place to end. I hope that this has served you, my love. Come find me over on Instagram if you have not already, and let me know if there's any takeaways from this episode, if there's anything that I've said on the show that has really stuck with you, anything that's really impacted you, anything you'd love to hear me talk about, I would love to connect. Come find me over on Instagram or Facebook at Talia Joy Manifestation. The links are all below. And as I mentioned, the links are below for um, activated as of right now. You can get on the wait list. Early bird registration is opening very soon. There's also the uh, workshop manifest now, the free event healing to manifest. And then down in the show notes, there's also access to things like the freebie library. There's that empath bundle I was talking about. There's do-it-yourself self-paced courses. There's a beautiful, fun new mini course called magnetize your goals mini course. There's just lots of things down there. Free, um, do it yourself. There's the in-depth programs, whatever you're ready for, whatever your soul is calling you for right now. I cannot wait to help you to be a bestie in this awakening journey, to be a guide on your path, to be a friend, a homie, a fellow seeker on the path. It is my honor to help you. So I hope this episode served you. I love you so much and I will see you in the next one. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her manifesting apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one -one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.